This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back. Segments brought to you by the Frankels. Life's unpredictable. Accidents happen. Franklin Frankel, the go-to attorneys for car and truck wrecks in DFW. If you or a loved one has been in an accident, contact Franklin Frankel for a free consultation. It's 214 or 817-333-3333. Go online to truckwreck.com. little, uh... NFL draft, NFL free agency here is, a, you know, a lot of teams are already looking at building towards next year. So a lot of this content's getting cranked. Obviously, the Cowboys have much bigger fish to fry, and that's the majority of our focus here. The Bills game is, is now massive. It's such an exciting opportunity to go out there and on the road and get a win. I think that would be what officially would maybe set the t- town on fire in a, in a bigger and greater way than we've seen in a long-ass time. I, I don't, I you know, thinking of uh, the Parcells years, certainly they were very close. They had 13 win season, but I, I don't know. I, I think going and getting this win and making it six in a row, boy, with, with the offensive adjustments they've made, like the belief might get in an all-time high. I'll tell you that uh, that 2016 season was pretty special. The run was, that yeah. Dak and Zeke and the others went on that, that was, that got was like 10 in a row. I mean, but it, you knew the defense wasn't good. But there were some huge wins along the way. Yes. Midway through the season, I think the Green Bay win for Dak. Then at the end of the year, they go to Pittsburgh. This this Buffalo yeah. game kind of reminds me of going, you know, you go into an AFC team that's, you know, it's up there and, you know, as far as Should be a Pittsburgh caliber win. Yeah. Maybe also a statement type of win, like in 2014 when they went to Seattle, which was a yeah. tough place yeah. to go and yeah. win, where you're thinking, okay, this team's a little different because, I mean, it's similar to what, you know, Hellman, who lived in that building like you did yeah. for, for so many years, growing up a Cowboys fan my entire life, this just doesn't seem like one of those games the Cowboys win. You go to Buffalo against a big, strong quarterback that can run on you, and that's been kind of the Cowboys' Achilles heel defensively. And a good running weather. back. Yeah, yeah, you don't know how your quarterback's going to play if it does start to get a little cold and rainy because he doesn't have to deal with that a ton. There's so many question marks, and they're running the ball well. What have teams done well against the Cowboys when they beat them? They run on them, right? Yeah. So for me, there's a lot of mismatches in this game where it's not a game the Cowboys would typically win. If they do, yeah, I'm feeling really good about it. I mean, your run defense was so undisciplined against Arizona that they beat you with Dobbs and Connor. You know, this is the, precisely the game I picked the Cowboys to lose, right? You're up against a running quarterback and a good running back and a defense that's not horrible on the road. This is what you lose unless you've changed your identity. I mean, that's what we're going to see on Sunday. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think they have changed their identity. And I think this is really, other than uh, the San Francisco deal, I think this is the last sort of level that they can unlock to be like, okay, like this is, you've sort of proven everything you can prove other than beating San Francisco. 
Yeah. And so doing it in uh, that type of environment where there's going to be some level of weather, you know, we'll see how bad it gets. But if it's a, a little windy, a little rainy and pretty cold at, at night versus a desperate team, that's a legit team. Yeah, if you win that game, all of a sudden it's like, my gosh, what what can't this team yeah, do? Yeah, this, this could happen. You could go to San Francisco and win. I think that'll be the take on Monday. Okay, 2024 NFL Draft Intel. News nuggets and what all 32 teams need. Mm. This is ESPN's NFL Nation. I'll just keep it here in the conference. Projected first-round pick number 30. That would be NFC title game. Oh, Dallas. Cowboys can look anywhere and everywhere for help in this draft. They will yeah. use free agency to fill holes, make sure they can choose the best player available, writes Todd Archer. But O-line, D-line, linebacker, corner, running back, and potentially wide out could be options. Cowboys have 16 players set to become unrestricted free agents. Tyron, Tony Pollard, Gilmore, Dorrance Armstrong, they likely won't be able to keep all of them, so hitting at those spots in the draft becomes a must. It's going to be huge. They they need a great draft, which they had in 2022, but 2023 was a disaster, Brian. Yeah, it sure was. And so, you know, they've... I, you know, Todd. Todd threw a big old wide net. If you, if I had to narrow it down, I would say probably linebacker would be right on my top of my list. And then I would look and think about the. They always can draft an offensive lineman, but I wonder now if you're thinking about having Tyron back. Yeah, you know? I think he is going to be word. a coveted free agent. Ooh, yeah, that'll be interesting to see, uh, you know, what his market looks like. I think you're right. They desperately will need a linebacker doing just the early work we are on this class. I think the meat for the linebacker will be day two. I think second or third round is where you can address that. Maybe a Jalen Ford out of Texas who's a local kid from Frisco Lone Star. They'll be able to have him in at Dallas Day. But this first round is loaded with offensive linemen. Offensive linemen, yeah. I, I think won. this is the draft. You go linemen at the end of the first round, and you can take one of these tackles that can kick inside to guard. There's the Duke kid that played left tackle for them that has, I think, guard or center flexibility. There you go. But I think this is the draft. You come away with an offensive lineman, and you keep replenishing that to make it a strength. Because you could lose Biotis, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Biotis is the free agent. So, yeah, I think going to the offensive line well, and I don't think you can – I mean, we all need to appreciate what we've received from Tyron this year, but banking on that year in, year out, that you're going to get double-digit games out of him at a high level is is extremely risky. Uh, with the Giants, the buzz is that uh, the GM has talked about studying quarterbacks. Um, the uh, ESPN's Football Power Index gives the Giants a – a uh, 50% chance to land a top five pick at this point. You'll be able to get a quarterback outside the top five, though, won't you? There's enough enough of them that, you yeah, know, the, if they the, choose to do I that. I know I've looked at three. I've looked at Caleb Williams. I've looked at Drake May, and I've looked at uh, Jaden Daniels. And to me, I think Drake May reminds me of Eli Manning. Dumb as a, face? As a player. Is it his I, face? Or? Better athlete, but similar skill set coming out of Mississippi. Hmm. Similar the way he throws the ball. Similar with, there's times with the lack of accuracy. And I don't think he necessarily has a strong a strong arm. So if people are talking about Drake May as being the second guy, I don't think I would have it that way right now. I think it's going to end up being Jaden Daniels. I watched oh, yeah. watch Daniels with neighbors, yeah. man. There's a lot to like about Jaden Daniels. The, the, the thing with Jaden Daniels will be people will not fall in love with how 
thin he looks. And they're going to have to struggle with that with Caleb Williams, too, because he's not your prototype size-wise. He's thicker, but he's shorter. Well, he's like 6'2". He's like 6015, which would be like really like 6'2 is what he would be. He's over a half. So that's 6'1 and a half. He, he looks bigger on tape. He looks because he's thicker, body-wise thicker. You talk about mobility, agility, arm talent. Oh, he's got he's got it all. It's unbelievable. Really does. With the Eagles' projected first-round pick twenty-nine, they have nine picks, including two in the second, to supplement a playoff-caliber roster. Secondary is likely to be a focus with Darius Slay and James Bradbury, both over thirty. Okay, and then uh, I've always seen the one corner that would be Nate Wiggins from Clemson. The commanders. Washington's direction with its first pick will be determined by how the organization views quarterback Sam Howell. Would you believe in Howell at this point? Well, no, because that's going to be a totally different coaching staff and maybe another general manager. Hmm. That's going to be a – that whole organization is going to have – they're not going to believe in that that quarterback. They're just not going to do it. Not with a chance to grab one of these other guys. Okay. uh, We also have uh, free agency rankings. And I think the good news here is you don't get a Cowboy until 14. So a, a roster that might be picked to be in the NFC title game by a lot of people. Um, uh, you don't have a free agent in, until Tyron Smith there at 14. Salute to him for getting back to the player that, you know, he he was, uh, you know, at least in, he's at least in the ballpark of the guy that he was in pass protection. Mm-hmm. That's That's fantastic. Took a pay cut to stay with the Cowboys this year. I think they find something that makes sense here, guys. If Tyron Smith stays healthy the rest of the way, I think they will do some sort of a, a a deal with some guarantee and some incentive based on games played. Absolutely. I mean, Broadus has talked about over the years, like Tyron Smith, it, it, when threatened of the idea of like being traded, it's like, I, I'll, I might just hang him up then. Like that's, He just wants to be a Cowboy. The Cowboys exactly right. clearly want him around. Yeah. And if you were bringing him back after all these years where he was letting you down... And then this year, he's actually being a super productive version and healthy version of himself, you know, to date. Then it's like it would make no sense to yep. not bring him back with the way they've done it. You just have to practice him a lot less, it turns out. Those are the two injuries on the year in practice. Well, it just depends on, too, what they feel like with their with their backup offensive tackles. Do they yeah, how want, those guys are coming along. Yeah, yeah, you know, do they really want does you know. Awesome Richards awesome or whatever. Richards. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. Let's go. They might have to go, you know, they might have to go the cheaper route for some of the contracts they've got coming up. Okay, the the uh, the top three free agents in uh, next March's class: Chris Jones, Kansas City; number two, Kirk Cousins; and number three, Josh Allen, the pass rusher. Uh, to give you an idea, number four is wide receiver uh, T. Higgins. I just wanted to talk about wide receiver position for the Cowboys. Where where do you guys view that going? Is is Cooks going to be retainable? Is he is he you know going to? you know, go to that posi- uh, spot late in his career where the, the offers aren't there, or will there there be a big market? You know, he's really come on strong. I think Cooks is a very viable wide receiver. I don't think the Cowboys are going to have much budget for the position, though. So I kind of see them keeping Lamb for sure. I think Gallup's gone. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Cooks is here, but I think, I think they'll go with draft picks and kind of what they have in-house and maybe get a cheap veteran. Maybe get a, a cheap veteran, but I think they're going to lean on Ferguson more and and start looking at Ferguson as a, hey, this is a very legitimate weapon that kind of counts how Kelsey and, and, and Gronk counted in New England. Which they should. I mean, I, I think you, you got Cooks back next year, uh, so you'll have him in, in CD, and then they're going to be looking. Oh, Jaylen, Cooks is under contract? Yeah, he's got yeah, one more year one left. One more year. Oh, cool. So, you, I mean, they're going to probably look at Jalen Tolbert. The question is, and we've talked about this yesterday, you know, what do you do with Michael Gallup? 
Is Michael Gallup somebody that you move on from? Can you save money by moving on from him? Do you look to trade him potentially? But this is also, I mean, every year we're talking about it, it's kind of the golden age of wide receiver win right now. Yeah. I mean, we've I've watched three guys, Harrison Jr., Neighbors, and Keon Coleman. All three are absolute studs. I haven't even gotten to the two Texas kids that are coming out that I think are very impressive in A.D. Mitchell and Xavier Worthy. But if you want to address wide receiver in the draft, you'll be able to do so. Yeah, if you look at Dane Brugler's mock draft, I think he's got seven of them in the first round. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, it's, this is this is something pretty impressive. And the three that Zach mentioned – Coleman is a, from Florida State. Man, what a stud. Route runner. Mm-hmm. Catches Holy everything geez. that's thrown at him. That's the McDonald's kid. Game day. Oh, crushing geez. McDonald's. Yeah. And then there's and then, a Dunze, the Washington player. I yeah. mean, it'll be fun watching yeah. the, the college football semifinal. A lot of these guys we'll be talking about will be playing. Let me bring up a name to you. Uh, number 31, free agents here. 3.12 yards after contact per attempt in 2023. Has him in the 80th percentile, Wolchuk, which is good. He's, he's as good as four out of every uh, – one out of five that puts him in that special group. Um, he might fall off. He's old. It's Derrick Henry. We Ooh. talked about him last year. Didn't want to trade for him. I understand. But he's still getting it done in a big way. I think that's your, that's your big veteran. You draft a guy, your running game is amazing in 2024. I've been on that. I mean, technically, that's what Tennessee's doing right now. They drafted Tajay Spears, who I loved coming out of Tulane. And he's really working a 50-50 split. If you do move forward and you got a big bruiser in Derrick Henry and then you draft a guy that you like, uh, and we'll see, I mean, what happens with Deuce Vaughn's development or if they just view him as kind of a third-down scat type back. But, yeah, I I don't mind that plan moving forward because I think Pollard's probably going to end up commanding way more money than Henry would when you look at kind of the wear and tear. Pollard's numbers, this was crazy. I saw this from NFL Research. Two running backs this season have 13 games or 50-plus scrimmage yards. It's Pollard and McCaffrey. That's it. And He's I don't think we a view Tony Pollard is having like some kind of outstanding season right now. But compared no. to other running backs, Tony Pollard's still been very productive. They've managed to pass it to him a lot. I think over the last month, he'd be on pace for like an 85-catch season. It's criminal that Kellen Moore did not figure out a way to get that involved, especially when before, before the injury. He could have taken over the NFL. Yeah. Could have had a damn Marshall Falk season, Brian. Yeah. Kellen Moore robbed that, robbed that from us. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.